0: what's up y'all it's your girl taja elder and you are listening to black mixed with black podcast okay and today we'll be talking about why i joined a multicultural greek organization everybody wants to know so let's get into it let's talk about it today so before we get into that um, i want to tell y'all about my summer and how it's been going so far so, um, I've been taking summer classes online, and let me tell y'all, they are kicking my butt. School ended on a Friday, and I had a final that Friday. My summer semester started that Wednesday. I was like, really? Like, really? Like, I didn't have a summer break, basically, is what I'm telling y'all. And i also been working, so I work, like, every day of my life, so... Sometimes I'll be working like a 2 to 11 shift, so it's like no time to do homework. So you got to do homework on off days. It's just a mess, y'all. It's a mess, but I'm trying to get it done because I want to graduate. I'm ready to get out of school. I have senioritis really bad, okay? And I saw y'all the highlight been the summer dates, the summer dates and the barbecues, okay? Summer dates have been hitting, okay? I prefer summer dates. My winter dates are more of, I like to stay in the house. I'm not going to lie, like i just like um cooking you know cooking together or doing um you know watching movies movie nights stuff like that like in the winter i don't want to go outside i'm anemic i don't want to go outside but in the summer i love like going on walks and going swimming it's just way more to do like i just yes i'm here for these summer dates okay so, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into the podcast and our topic for today, which is going um, going Greek, but specifically multicultural Greek organization, because that's what I am a part of. But first, we're going to talk about going Greek in general and what it's like being a first-generation student doing it, because I feel like it's totally different for us, but I don't know, because I'm not a student whose parents went to school, so... um so, what is it like being a first-generational college student? It, I feel like it's just harder for us. Like, we don't have nothing to look up to. It's just, like, we're going in blind, okay? It's just, I don't know. We don't have any, like, um, I don't know. You just go in and you just ask all these questions. And then a lot of people would just be like, oh, we can't tell you. We can't tell you to answer that. Because, you know, you have to be discreet. So, it's like... They can't tell you nothing. Your family can't tell you nothing because your family didn't go to school. It's just a whole mess, okay? So, uh, what is a first-generation college student? Because a lot of people don't even know what that is, and I just always use that term. So, that is uh, a student whose parents did not attend college. So, neither of my parents went to school. So, yeah, they trying, but it's just different. It's just a different experience that really nobody can help me navigate through. So why is it different for first generational students? Like I said, you're going in blind. I feel like Greek life is a hundred percent different when you're actually experiencing it from when you're on the outside looking in. It's just a hundred percent different. You you do not know the things that go in um go into being a Greek until you're actually experiencing it. Um, so the only type of help I feel like I had was my dad. Because, like, me and my little sister used to always watch little Greek videos online and stuff. So, um, this one, we probably was, like, teenagers. He, um, sat us down and had us watch this documentary about Greek life. And the documentary mostly faced, I mean, it was basically talking about hazing. Um, and I don't know. I just feel like that's an important topic to go over with your child, especially if they're going to be a first-generation college student, um, because, like, because I watched that documentary, like, I just, I'm 0%. I have no tolerance for hazing. I don't agree with it. And that's just how I am. And that's just me sticking to the values that my dad instilled in me. So, yeah, I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. So, uh, what if you have a family member that's Greek? Like, a lot of people want to know, okay, so I got a family member that's Greek. So, do that mean I have better chances of being Greek? Listen, I do not agree. I do not think that... Um, having a family member that's Greek is going to make becoming a Greek easier. I don't, I don't know because I didn't have like a family member. I had a cousin who was Greek, but I mean, our cousin who is Greek, sorry. She's not was, is a lifetime commitment. So she is a Greek, but, uh, at the same time she had life going on. She didn't really tell me anything about Greek life. Like we didn't have no serious talk about Greek life. Like I knew nothing before I joined my organization. So... I mean, yes, you do your research, but other than that, like, having a family member that's a Greek, I don't know if that's really helpful. I don't know if it's different for people who have family, like, um, a parent who's a Greek, but, yeah. So, um, I also, oh, yeah, this is an important topic. Uh, should you join with your family joins? I do not think that you should join with your family joins. I, I don't know if that's going against everything that everybody's been taught, but I don't feel like, um, an organization, oh, this fits my family best. I don't agree. I think that each person fits an organization specifically, you know, based on their values and things like that. So you going just picking an organization just because your mom or your sister joined it. I just don't think that's the best route to go. And they'll know that. Like people will know that you only joined joining because your family member joined it. So um I think instead you should join the organization that best fits your needs and the organization that you can contribute to best um, and that can help you become your best self. And so people say, well, how do I know which organization that is? Like, instead of just going with what my family knows and is doing, it's like, do your research. You have to research... um. The organizations, and you have to research the members in the organizations. So, in order to choose the organization that best fits you, and and honestly, do not feel discouraged because sometimes, no organization will fit you. It just will not. It just won't fit you, and so, and that's okay. Like, being Greek, I feel like um, it's an honor, and I appreciate it, and I, I love my organization, but I do not feel like Greek life is for everybody, you know. Being in school is already a whole lot on your plate. So being Greek is a whole nother plate and it's just like it's not for everybody. So, you know, don't feel discouraged if no organization fits you. Like that's okay. So, um, what should you do if you wanna be Greek? Because those was a question I used to ask all the time. I didn't know who I didn't really have a lot of people to ask. Like, you know, I didn't really have no family members who were Greek. Um I definitely didn't have no friends that were Greek, so I was freshman. so we all was freshmen together, so Um, I would say research on the organization, and then also, after you research online about the organization, research the members that are in the organization at the chapter at your school specifically. This will save you so much trouble and so much time if you actually get to know the people who are in the chapter at your school. Every chapter is not the same. I'm going to say this again. Every chapter is not the same. So the gammas, because I'm a gamma, the gammas at BG are not going to be the same as the gammas at Toledo. You have to do your research on those members. And you have to, I don't know how to basically, you have to lurk, okay? You have to lurk and get to know these people and then make a decision if you want to be a part of that organization or further um, express your interest in that organization. So um, I would also say go to the events. Um Greeks, we want, we want to see your face at our events. We want you to get involved. Um, We want to see that you're actually interested. Just saying you're interested. Like, if I say I want a job, that's like, okay, cool. Okay, you want a job. Great. But then I have to go out and apply and interview. Okay, like, you have to um actually put effort into becoming a Greek. It just don't, it's not going to just hop in your hands and here we are. Like, you have to go to events I would also say, like I told y'all before, get to know the members, and I really want to put an emphasis on this, get to know the members. You do not want to go in blind. Like I was able to um talk to the members of my organization and um uh, like you can get food with them and text them. Like you really want to know that this is really what you want to do, okay? Because it's a lifetime it's a lifetime commitment. It is a lifetime commitment. People do not know that it's not just for um for college it's a lifetime commitment these are your sisters or your brothers for life so what can the organization do for you and what can you do for the organization now both of these are important questions you need to be able to know what can this organization do for you and then what can you contribute to this organization what have you done or what can you bring to the table? You know, you don't want to just come empty-handed and have your hand out. Oh, I want this. Like, but what can you give us? And, you know, what can we give you? Let us know that. Um, does it cost to be, to become a Greek? Yes, it costs. That is not something I knew. I am a first-generation student. Like I said before, I did not know it costs money. Yes, okay, it's a financial agreement. It costs money. You have to pay to be a Greek. Um, But it's more of you're paying for the better, the better. I don't know, betterment is a uh, word, but y'all, the betterment of your organization. Okay, you are. It's a it's a financial uh, agreement and a financial commitment. So just so y'all know, it does cost. You will have to talk to the actual organization, go to their interest event, um, in order to know how much that specific organization costs. Because no, but it's not the same. But yes, it does cost. So what is hazing? Because you guys heard me talk about hazing earlier. What is hazing? Do I agree with it? Um, and whatever haze? So hazing, and this is in my own words, is causing mental, physical, verbal, or emotional harm to someone who is interested in joining your organization. No, it does not just happen in Greek life, it also happens in sports, it also happens in the bands, like you know, but I do not I do not agree with hazing. I don't feel like, for me, because I am a sister of an organization, so I do not agree that um, abusing a sister is going to make them respect me or make them love me. Like, I I joined an organization looking for real love. Like, I wasn't looking for fake, you know, fake friends or anything like that. I really wanted a family. So I believe in giving respect. I've never abused my family. So why would I abuse somebody that I want to call my family? It just don't make sense to me. It may make sense to other people, but it don't make sense to me. Like, I just don't want to haze, ever haze anybody. So, no, I would never haze anyone, or I would never sit there and let somebody else haze anybody either. So, I don't agree with hazing. You can feel how you feel about it, but I personally don't agree with hazing. So, um a little bit about my organization. So, um... And, you know, if you want more information about it, you can always follow us on Instagram at BG underscore Gamma. So, BG underscore G-A-M-M-A-S underscore. So, yeah. Now, I do not speak for my organization. I speak as Teja Ana Sophia Elder as a member of my organization. So, anything I'm saying is from my perspective and how I feel. But I'm just going to give you a little background about my organization. So, um... Um, My organization was founded in 1990 at the University of Iowa, Iowa City, Iowa, and we were founded by Latin women, and it was for Latin women at first, but then we grew to become multicultural, so now we are a multicultural sorority, and not only a multicultural sorority, but the fastest growing multicultural sorority in the world, so we have sisters all over, and I'm blessed to be a part of this organization. Um, and one of the main reasons why I joined is because we strive to empower all women. And uh, if you know me, I love women empowerment. I I do agree as, I mean, I'm sorry, I do identify as a womanist and not a feminist. I agree. I mean, I I just feel like feminists are more, um, they don't really empower all women. They empower a specific group. But womenists, we empower all women. And so if you know me, you know, woman empowerment is super important to me. So, and then a little bit about me. I am pro-black, not anti-white. I am pro-choice. I believe that LGBTQ plus communities matter. I believe that the black trans matter. I do a lot of work on campus, but most of my work that I do is towards the retention of black students at BGSU and small plug. If you don't follow us already and you are a member of the black community or, or if you are an ally of the black community and you want to know about the events that are going on, um, please follow us at bc.bgsu, and that stands for Black Community, so I'm going to say that again, bc.bgsu, and that is on Instagram um and i created this page because i do want students to get involved because studies show that students that are involved will um stay at the school so yeah like i said most of the work i do is towards retention of black students at bgsu but yeah that's a little bit about me um also i'm from a diverse city so i am from cleveland ohio and if you're from cleveland you know we are very diverse we are always in multicultural settings, like, it's just a norm for us. And I always had diverse friends, even in high school and in middle school. Um, But when I went to college, y'all, I experienced segregation for the first time. And it was so uncomfortable. Like, it was so uncomfortable. I had never been in a situation where uh, blacks sit on one side, whites sit on one side, Latinx sit on one side. It's just weird, it was so weird for me. I had never experienced anything like it. So yeah, because I was super uncomfortable, I knew there had to be other students who felt uncomfortable as well. And that's such, such an important thing to think about. When you're uncomfortable with something, just know it's somebody else in the room that's probably uncomfortable as well. So it's okay to speak up or do something to make a change. So for me um, to make a change, I created an organization on campus called Self-Respression Organization it is a multicultural um organization so everyone is welcome and the um purpose is to create a diverse a diverse organization for the arts so anyone is able to come um and that was you know basically me creating a safe space for myself but others who also thrive in diverse situations so um my organization um oh yeah, my diver- my organization, I didn't even tell y'all, so I'm a part of Sigma Lambda Gamma National Sorority Incorporated while I'm late. But yes, um, my organization best fit the change that I want to see in the world because it is multicultural. Um, I, th- I thrive in diverse spaces. I'm most comfortable when a space is multicultural, so I do plan on having, um, just always being in multicultural situations, like diverse businesses and, I don't know. That's just what I thrive in, and how when I most feel comfortable, and when I do my best. So, um, so what does Sigma Lambda Gamma National Sorority Organization do for me? I said organization while adding stuff. So um, (laughs) provides growth for me as a Black woman because I am a Black woman. So people want to basically know why what a Black woman joins. So it provides growth for me as a black woman, a safe space for me to, you know, talk about things that I endure as a black woman. I'm able to get genuine reflection. So I do reflect with my sisters. We reflect every single week and I love it. Um, um, I have respectful criticism. Um, we give it and we also receive it and also cultural awareness, which is super important to me. Um, just, as a student of life, I think cultural awareness is super important because we all have biases that we need to be aware of. And we all need to have people in our lives who are correcting us and checking us when we are saying things that may not, you know, it's not respectful to another group or another cultural. So I love cultural awareness. Um, so, yeah, this is basically the end of it. And I hope you all enjoyed it. If you have any more questions, leave comments below. Share and follow Black Mixed With Black on Instagram. And that is bmwbpod, P-O-D. So bmwbpod, and that's on Instagram. So thank you all for listening.